Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to Shifted Radio. Today is an episode about transferable skills that you can learn from playing the game of hockey and from being an athlete in general. I'm joined again today by my brother Dan. Dan, what's, what's going up? on? What's up, man? What's up, guys? What's going on? How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm all right. I'm just uh, on my way to the rink right now. How are you? Yeah, we're, I'm actually just finished for the day. I'm just uh, going out to do a few errands. But yeah, for those of you that uh, are just tuning in, my brother Dan and I are in separate places. We're on different continents right now. I'm in uh, Europe and he is in uh, Toronto, Canada. And we're just trying to communicate uh, via uh, podcast. So this is actually like a phone <laughs> yeah. call for us. So it's awesome. Yeah, actually, we're uh, grateful to uh, Anchor FM, who's allowing all yep, this to happen. So that's for sure. To Keeping them. the family together, which is good. Absolutely. It's so integral to be able to communicate uh, with each other, and especially when you're not living in the same place for a number of months out of the year. So this is just one of those communication tools. Yeah. It's actually, it'll actually lead us right into our whole segment today. Uh, the segment dedicated to what we've learned as athletes that can help us on our path, uh, I guess you want to call it, outside of the game and outside of being an athlete and what we can use to our advantage as we move forward in our career and our lives and in conjunction with our careers as an athlete. Um, So, Dan... I guess I'll open it up to you for a discussion today. T- tell me about some of the things you've learned being an athlete that have already come into play when talking about your day-to-day life, uh, just some of the skills you might need that people might not think about or yeah. the ones that they yeah, have thought about. Yeah, I think that's a good about. question. For sure, employers are looking, you know, people in general are looking for people who are approachable, who you know, they, they don't have, uh, you know, their, their nose out to anybody. Um, it's, it's, it's extremely important to learn how to work well with people and to realize common goals that you're working towards and just be a person who's always working towards achieving those goals. I think that very rarely in sports or in life or in, you know, business or anything in general, it's very rare to see someone who makes it all the way to the top completely alone and completely by themselves. There has to be some, has to be a big, you know, likability factor and a quality that you have that makes you vital to a team is being able to get along with that team and, you know, work together and work alongside people. You, know, you might not, you might not always like your role every single day, and you might not, you know, completely love everyone that's around you. But you have somehow, some way, you have to find a way for things to work out. So I think that's one of the things I've learned. Definitely being able to to deal with and you know use people around me to get where the team is going. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that definitely comes down to self-awareness. I think that the 
being assessed on a day-to-day, shift-to-shift, minute-to-minute basis for us really give us a little bit of thick skin uh, because you have to get used to being told when you've done something that isn't in conjunction with the rest of the team. And you have to learn how to identify for yourself when you're doing something that is good and knowing how to replicate that and knowing when what you're doing is important and vital to the team and knowing that your contribution is really important for the team to do well. So I think that being self-aware of who you are and what you bring to the table is something that we can all use out hockey. I mean, I think it's something we can use in our day-to-day life in any respect, quite honestly. Um, you know, being self-aware enough to know that, uh, I don't know, in, in, any, in, in any case, like if you're not a good writer, knowing that you're not a good writer and maybe sticking to audio or sticking to video or something like that when you're creating content would be imperative. Um, so those are just small examples of how knowing yourself would benefit you uh, extremely. Um, one thing that I know is, is really important within the sport and outside of the sport to be true is uh, communication. I think that communication drives obviously most of our society. It's how we're talking right now. It's how we're reaching the people who are listening. It's also how we perform optimally in our sport. I think when you look at the way team sports are, if you can't communicate properly, you can't succeed because there's a lot of different moving parts and each individual is doing their best to play their game, but they need to play it within a team concept. So the ability for the coaches to communicate to the players and the players to communicate amongst themselves is critical and it allows for the game to be seamless. And I find that the best teams that I've played on their communication level is so good. And it really, it almost, it, it's like it intimidates the opponents because when you are loud and when you can talk and when you can, be really organized on the ice it kind of puts a little bit of fear into your team where they're thinking okay wow like these guys know what they're yeah, doing they're clicking on all cylinders and, kind of thing and it it, it is it yeah is, it, it becomes challenging to play against for sure um yeah you can think all of the things you want and you can have all these great ideas but if you cannot find a way to let your team in on what you're thinking and, and find a way to communicate to them exactly what you're thinking so that you guys can, you know, make things mesh, then you're kind of just a bunch of individuals who think great thoughts, but can never really put things together or on the contrary are just very, you know, selfish people or something. It, it, it all comes down to being able to talk to one another and, and be able to establish, okay, this is our common goal. This is where we're headed you know how do we get there okay you got to do this you got to do this you know and like i said before you might not like your role every single day but it's for the the, it really is for the betterment of everyone around you and and the group and when the group ends up succeeding then everyone else in the group looks good individually so you have to realize that 
the team, the exactly. team, the team yeah, getting ahead for, for sure. sure is more important. I think also, I think for also, sure. you know, just side note. I mean, the ability to get a good night's sleep in, you know, any kind of bed that you might you might encounter um, is something that's been huge. Like, <laughs> you know, I know people are always stuck on. I travel for work and I'm always on the plane or I'm always here or there. Hotel beds aren't comfortable for me. And I don't, I don't understand. Like I've, I've literally slept on a bus before, like sleeper bed or not. I've been, you know, slept overnight. And I'm sure lots of athletes out there have done the same thing. And, you know, you get into the hotel at three or four in the morning and you got to get up at nine to do stuff. And it's just, it's just crazy. So that was a little, a little bit of a side note that people might not think about all the time, but, becomes important to get a good night's sleep too yeah for sure so that you can perform and you can function cognitively the next day that way you know what you're saying when you're trying to yeah just just existing in real in the real world you know um yeah important uh i want to bring it back to i want to bring it back to uh what you're saying and i want to relate it to um the hockey world i think that a lot of time when you talk about statistics it's it's good to put it into context i think what a lot of people don't realize and i'll tie it back to your point in one second here what a lot of people don't realize is that team success is so much greater to their individual careers than they can give it credit for so what i'm what i mean by that is when a team wins everyone gets two points or three points if you play in Europe. But I know it's kind of cliche to say something like that, but it's true. I've played on teams where, you know, I've played on really, really good teams where, you know, our, our, our team has won a lot of games and we finished with like over 100 points and we finished in first place. And we've done well in the playoffs. And I can't tell you how many guys – got contracts for the year after good contracts or went out to play in the NHL or just had good careers after that, because everybody wants to sign those guys because they're viewed as winners and playing on teams that don't do as well. Even if you, let's say you're the leading scorer on a last place team and you have 80 points. Now you're going to get a contract somewhere else because somebody's going to find value in that for sure. And I think it's really important that, guys understand that you need to have good individual statistics but they only mean something if you're going to use them the right way and that's for getting jobs and if you want to get a job continuously you're going to have to use the team's overall um, success to help you build upon it for your success so I mean, I've got contracts before when I played on good teams strictly because I've been on a good team. And and I'm grateful for those opportunities because they've allowed my career to keep going. And I'm grateful for the communication that our whole team had in those seasons because we were good teams and we knew it. And then I played on teams that weren't as good. And sure, I was young, but I saw guys who were a little bit older who didn't get that next contract, even if they had really good seasons or if they had okay seasons, just because teams want to build teams around people 
with character and people who win. And I think you'll see the guys who get the longer term contracts or the guys who play on the better teams. And it just leads to having more individual success. I mean, if your team's going to have 120 points, chances are you're going to have, even if you're, you know, a, a role-playing third liner, you're going to have 40 or 50 points, and that's pretty good, I would say, for for a player to have that many points on a third line. I mean, that I think that that is something that a lot of people misunderstand. And yeah, misinterpret. I want to dive into character a little bit because uh, it's a good word that you mentioned. Um, there's so many... So many instances over the course of a season when players are asked to do some sort of player appearance or autograph signing or even just, you know, walking to the rink and, and seeing fans or people on the street that might recognize you. And, and you know, some people might think, well, doesn't that get frustrating, you know, like having all this attention? And, and some people realize the fact that, you know, we're we have an ability to influence a lot of people just because you know we're in some sort of spotlight and and we can we're in front of audiences more often than not during the week so i really i really have always relished that opportunity to to give back to the fans and to um you know just just be a human being because at the end of the day these people are looking to connect with some of their favorite players and they might not know you personally but they feel like because they come to the games and they watch you night after night, they feel like you're part of their their family circle, their their friend circle. And I know it doesn't make sense to everyone out there, but if you have a chance to, you know, because I, I grew up, you know, Mike, you and I grew up as those kids that loved the game, loved seeing guys on the, on the street or being able to, you know, if we ever walked by a, a player or a professional athlete or anything like that you know i'm sure if they would just have taken the time to sit and chat with us for even you know 15 seconds say hey kid like what's going on that would have meant the world to me and i can vividly remember meeting a few of you know toronto's prominent hockey players when i was a kid and the fact that they were so down to earth and the fact that they were actually just there and saying you know took took an interest in my life, even if it was for half a minute, you know, but it made all the difference because I told myself when I grew up, you know, I want, first of all, I want to be one of those guys. And second of all, if there's ever, if there are ever kids or fans or anything like that around, you know, people at charity events, any sort of thing like that, you know, I'm for sure going to give them the time of day because it, it, it made such a big impact on my life. What I have no right to not give that to the next person. You know what I mean? I think. I th- yeah, yeah, I mean. No, no, that that's on. that's my piece. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good piece. I I definitely can remember a lot of instances where you interact with those players who we were aspiring to be as young kids, and it's a it's funny how those kind of things happen to us now, and we recall those memories we had as kids. And we think to ourselves, like, how would I have wanted to be treated as a kid? And what would I have wanted in this same moment? And you try to operate under that notion or with that mindset. And hopefully that 
more athletes can do the same because it's really in their best interest to be that way. I think even if you look at it from, you know, a humanity point of view, I mean, you just, you want to treat people with respect no matter who they are. And two, I, I think as an athlete, you just want to build up as much positive energy around you as you possibly can. I think that's such a huge tool for us to use uh, in performance and just for our day-to-day lives to have uh, positive energy associated with you and around you. And it's just, it just breeds more good things around you, which is going to be putting you in a more advantageous position to have success. Yeah. So one of the way, so that's good. one so of the ways an- these guys, that's another way communication can, definitely help yeah one of the ways these guys are having so much success and and athletes continue to experience success is you know through the discipline that they have growing up when you have something that you just cannot stop thinking about day in and day out and, and you're striving for goals and you know you set your mind to something and you're you're just competing competing and persevering until it happens you build up the ability to you know, be disciplined and, you know, maybe I won't eat that piece of extra piece of cake or maybe I won't stay up till, you know, one or two in the morning tonight because, you know, I need to stay on track and I need to, I need to do the little things very well day after day. And I need to make sure that my habits are elite habits because then my results will be as close to elite as, as humanly possible. Um, You know, you have that sort of that edge where, you'll do whatever it takes. And, and if that, I mean, it it could be different day to day, but you will, you will find a way to do whatever it takes. And when you're in that zone, you know, discipline is, it's an easy thought and it's a very difficult execution. And I think that the people that are having the most success right now are the ones that have been disciplined for, you know, a longer period of time and more consistently. Yeah, I think discipline is important and it's also a lot easier when you love the process and you're not fixated on the end result. I think it becomes a lot easier to be disciplined. Um, I think athletes in general are, for the most part, more disciplined in their, in their, you know, what they have to do to get to that level of, you know, athletics that they want to be at. But I think they're not any better or worse than other people at being disciplined in day-to-day life. I think that's something that we could all work on as athletes is learning how to, I don't know, eat better or rest better. I think sleep is, I mean, you touched on it before, but sleep is a, definitely something that athletes could do better because sleep habits are are very important and a lot of times we're traveling from place to place and city to city and sleeping in different beds and there's just a lot of different factors that are external that we have no control of so being able to have good sleep habits when we are in control is definitely something that we could all work on 
being dedicated to the process, I think is something that we can all work on and, and get better at and, and giving back for sure. I think that's a very individual thing whether they want to give back to the sport, but I think it should be more commonplace. And I think, I think hockey players do a pretty good job of, of that, of understanding where they came from and, and giving back to those communities. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the last one that I, that I have is, you, know, you touched on it there a little bit, but the ability to enjoy the process and enjoy your days. I mean, obviously being a professional athlete in any right is a very fun way to, you know, pass the time and, and, and pay the bills maybe, but it, it's also, it's also a time that it can be a little bit stressful. Um, you know, you have to be, you have to perform, you have to execute. And um, when you're not executing, you don't really feel like yourself. And I think that the guys that are able you know, the, the, the athletes that are able to, to enjoy their days and find ways to, to think about the little bit of, of positivity in their, in their day are, you know, that they're able to withstand things when they, when they go sour or, you know, when, when things aren't measuring up to their expectations, they're able to take a step back and say, well, you know, this week, this, this, and this happened. And, and that's putting me in a better frame of mind. And I know that in the coming days, um, I'll work through this slump or whatever it is. And, you know, that, that, that translates into any walk of life because, you know, you're not always going to have an A-plus kind of day, but you will be able to see, you know, through those days, through, through you'll be able to see past those days and realize that eventually you'll be able to work yourself out of that slump or whatever it is that you're feeling and you will thrive again. Yeah, that definitely comes down to work ethic too. I think that's another, that's one of the biggest ones. I think that's what I identify with most um, as a, as a person is work ethic because I think you can control that the most. I think that's got the least amount of external factors um, weighing you down. I think the, the mindset of I'm going to outwork everybody everyone that comes in my path to where I got to get to is something that's very easy to put into practice, but also hard at the same time because it takes a lot of I don't know, sheer will to will yourself if you're not feeling in the right frame of mind to do something or if you don't love what you're doing. So there's definitely, there's definitely a, a lot of, to be said for work ethic. I think work ethic is the most important skill that we learn a lot of being athletes. And it's easy to tell in our sport who has a good work ethic and who could definitely use some work on their work ethic. So that's the number one teller for me is whether someone loves the process or not, whether someone loves or if they're doing it just because yeah, they're good. When you love something, you're obviously going to go the extra mile, and you're it's going to be easier for you to, you know, stay at the office late, or you know, be up early, or just find a way to do what you have to do. When you love something, yeah. for sure, you will find ways. And my big thing is put yourself into situations where your work ethic is going to be amazing 
And you put yourself in those situations by doing the stuff that you love. And a lot of people are doing things that they don't really love and they don't really want to be doing, but they're doing it because it helps them to just get by. I I don't subscribe to that train of thought. I, I don't feel like we're put on this earth to just get by. I feel like we're here for a greater purpose than to just get by. I think we're, we're here to promote goodness and we're here to promote well-being and and love each other and i think that that's something that you can do when you're in a positive frame of mind and i think it's important to know what you're doing is is what you love and and your work ethic will be a direct translation of that and you can always you can see when people if they don't like what they're doing their effort levels will dip and they'll be strong at some points because they'll get a little burst of motivation or inspiration and then it'll dip because they don't truly love what they're doing. So I think that putting yourself in the position to want to work hard is something that is truly important. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand with, with discipline and, you know, your, your attitude. I think your attitude is, is tremendously important. You can have a positive attitude or you can have a negative attitude. I mean, I'd rather be positive because what's the alternative? The alternative is being negative and I don't need that around me if I, you know, there's, there's already so many more external factors trying to pull you down. So many other people that you're competing against why would I want to be negative with myself? I want to be own head as being my friend. And that's my, that's my biggest weapon is my, my attitude towards day-to-day things. Yeah. When you close your eyes, you should be coming back to a place of, of strength and knowledge that you're a powerful person and that you will have, what you're desiring, you know what I mean? It shouldn't, you shouldn't close your eyes and have to tense up or be anxious because oh, I didn't do this properly or, you know, I'm, everyone thinks I'm this or everyone thinks I'm that. You should be, like I said, you should be coming back to a place of, of, of strength. And that goes for a team setting as well. You, you know, guys come back to the bench, you know, athletes come back to the bench or, or, you know, they come back to a team meeting. They should, you know, be empowered by those around them. They should be able to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm recharging. I'm not, you know, getting berated or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I, I'm all for holding people accountable. And I, I think that, I think that people should be held in check for sure. I think that there's also a right way to do that. And the right way to do that is to be positive and to be an optimistic person. So rather than saying, Hey, you didn't do this right. Or, when you're speaking to yourself, you know, you got to do this better or something. Just have people work into a situation where they have another opportunity to showcase themselves and, and to showcase the fact that they're learning and they're improving because a mistake is only a mistake if you make it twice. And, you know, yeah. it, people, people find a way to, to get through those problems. And, if you love it, if you love yourself, you'll, you find ways because your, your inner dialogue is, is positive. I cannot believe there's people out there that are 
second guessing themselves and, and, and you will have those days, you know, I have those days for sure. You just don't measure up. And for whatever reason, you feel like you're not as good as a per- of a person as you were the day before, which makes zero sense saying it out loud. You know what I mean? It, it but it, it's, con- it's, it's, it's beneficial though to be conscious of those days when you're feeling like that so that you can experience those feelings and then you can consciously let them go or you can work towards beating that obstacle challenge. I think that that's important. Those little, those little mini hurdles that you have to conquer are so important because they build up your confidence. Yeah. So, so these are some of the skills that I think, uh, we've learned as athletes. I think it is a good first start, first step in, in understanding some of the skills that are transferable when, when you become an athlete, understanding that these are some of the things that you need to have when being an athlete. And these are some of the things that you're definitely going to need to have when you're done being an athlete and you have to move on to doing something else. Hopefully you can find something that you love um, and do it uh, with as much passion and vigor as you do being an athlete because you can only be an athlete for so long and you have a lot of your life ahead of you once you're done. So these skills will help you and communication or work ethic and, and discipline and your mentality and, you know, your, your attitude, these things are going to set you up so well for your next phase of life that being an athlete gives you such an advantage over people who might not uh, have this fortune to build on things like being able to have thick skin because being an athlete, you have to hold yourself accountable and other people are holding you accountable on a day-to-day basis. Whereas maybe in, you know, a job where we're not comfortable with, we're going to be held accountable a little bit less often, but still the, the accountability factor is going to need to be there. So, Hopefully, what you've learned in hockey is going to help translate well into your next career and what yeah, you want to well do. Yeah, well said. I mean, even while you're going through it on your on your day to day life, like if you're if you're a kid who's going through through school, if you're an adult in university, like these skills translate so well into being a student. Uh, I think being a student and being an athlete have so many parallels and we'll save that topic for another day. But I think that being a student is a lot like being an athlete because every day you're being assessed and every day you, you kind of have to bring it and you have to rely on your yourself to get yourself motivated to go out and do what you got to do each day because you're doing it kind of for yourself. Yep. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, so guys, um, if you like this episode, and you like the message and you'd want to share it, please do. Or leave us a rating on iTunes and let us know what you thought. Any feedback is welcome. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I know we enjoy bringing it to you from different parts of the world, separated by <laughs> six hours. So a lot of planning and communication went into the, the production of this episode. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is some of the transferable skills being put to action. So thanks, Dan, for joining us uh, again today. Yes. And 
we'll uh, we'll chat next time, and I look forward to uh, what we can yeah, get absolutely. into next Thank time. Thank you for the for the call, and and enjoy your day, and we'll we'll talk later on. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Have a good thanks, time folks. at the rink. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thank you.